Are you dreaming of visiting Switzerland? Planning a trip to Switzerland is very exciting, but it can also be overwhelming. How do you choose which of the many scenic cities, towns and villages to visit? Which mountaintop excursions should you take? And what's the best way to get around Switzerland? And of course, how much of the country can you realistically see within your time frame? If you've asked yourself any of these questions, this is the podcast for you. This is the Holidays to Switzerland travel podcast, and in each episode, your host Carolyn Schonefinger chats with Swiss travel experts to answer your most commonly asked questions, provide practical tips, and take you on a virtual visit to the most popular destinations, and of course some hidden gems, to help you plan your dream trip to Switzerland. And you'll hear plenty of conversations about Swiss cheese and chocolate too. Are you ready to plan your trip to Switzerland? Well, let's get started. Grüezi, and welcome to episode 59 of the Holidays to Switzerland podcast. I'm so glad you've joined me today. On numerous previous episodes of the podcast, we've discussed travelling around Switzerland by train, and we've had episodes where we've talked about renting a car and driving yourself too. These are both excellent and very popular ways to get around Switzerland, but they may not suit every traveller. For instance, you may have limited time to spend in Switzerland and you want to make the most of every possible moment. Perhaps you have mobility issues and you don't want to have to negotiate train stations with your luggage. Or maybe you just like to have more influence over your day-to-day itinerary, but without the need to follow set timetables or have to drive yourself. In today's episode, I'm joined by Katerina Dessart, who has the perfect solution for you. Katerina is the founder and owner of Swiss Epic Tours, a tour company based in Zurich who offer private tours and experiences. Katerina works directly with her clients to design a personalised itinerary that suits their exact requirements. Whether it's a private day tour or a multi-day tour, a tour to popular tourist locations or off-the-grid destinations, Katerina can tailor-make your dream Swiss vacation. There are many benefits to private tours, not the least being that they offer flexibility to travel wherever you wish, and they provide accessibility to out-of-the-way places that would otherwise be hard to reach. In this episode, Katerina is going to share the many advantages of taking a private tour, and she's also going to tell us about some of the many wonderful places in Switzerland she has had the privilege of sharing with her guests. Make sure you keep listening right to the end of this episode as Katerina is going to share a fantastic bonus offer exclusively for Holidays to Switzerland podcast listeners. We'll hear from Katerina in just a moment, but before we do, I'd like to say thank you to the folks from Switzerland Tourism, the sponsors of the podcast. Be sure to check out their website, myswitzerland.com, for inspiration to help you plan your Swiss vacation. If you need to go on a tour, you need Switzerland. Now, let's hear from Katerina. Hi, Katerina. Thank you very much for coming onto the podcast. Looking forward to chatting to you today. Thank you so much, Caroline. It's very nice to meet you and I'm very excited about today's call, yeah? Love to talk to you about Switzerland and let's explore a little bit some ideas for private tours to Switzerland because it's such a great country, wonderful. Would you like to start by introducing yourself and and telling our listeners a bit about what you do and, and how your business came about? Yes, absolutely. So my name is Katerina. I studied uh, Roman languages and cultures a couple of years ago and psychology. And then out of interest, because I'm always, I've always been interested in 
history and traveling and culture and so on, cultural differences. So I started this company to help travelers find their way through Switzerland, actually, because what we do is we organize private tours with private driver guides in private vehicles and we show our customers the best Switzerland has to offer. And we do that on a private basis. So we accommodate a lot of families, a lot of honeymooners as well, some elderly people who would like to visit Switzerland, but on a private basis and who need some help in, uh, in getting around here. So that's what we do. And it works out very well. Actually, we started a couple of years ago, about six years ago, with our first trips to Switzerland. And now we have grown quite a lot. And I'm very happy to accommodate the requirements and the interests of, of our customers. And that's what we do on a daily basis, because Switzerland is a great season or a great country to travel to actually all year. Not only in summer, what some people might think that for sightseeing, summer would be the best season, but Switzerland is a beautiful country to visit all year long. We have the four seasons, so in summer sightseeing is great, in autumn the same, uh, plus hiking. Guests who love hiking should come definitely in, in autumn because you have the beautiful colors, the leaves who are changing and so on. Wintertime is great, of course, because of winter sports, the Christmas markets, the snow and so on. And the same continues a little bit um, in early spring. Whereas people still can go skiing. And then in May again starts the, or April, May starts again the, the sightseeing season. So we actually run our business the whole year. It's not only summer season or only winter season. Switzerland, as you know, is definitely a destination which you can visit 12 months, basically. Absolutely. Now, regular listeners of the podcast will know that it's really easy to get around Switzerland by train. We've had numerous episodes talking about traveling by train in Switzerland. And it is a great way to get around. But travelling by train or even renting a car, for that matter, may not be for everyone. So what are some of the reasons that travellers uh, should consider booking a private tour? The main reason our guests book a private tour is because they just want to be on vacation and they don't want to worry with getting on and off a train, with getting around with their luggage, for example. And of course, there is the luggage services and so on, but they don't reach all destinations. So private tours are great for those. Those guests who really want to enjoy, want to relax, don't want to worry with where to drive, what to do, where to go, but just someone who guides them basically, who is with them all the time and shows them the best places. So definitely relaxing. That is one of the reasons people book our, our tours. On the other hand, flexibility, of course, because if you book a private tour, you can just Travel on the way, which on the day, which is good for you, the date. You are not depending on a, a scheduled departure time, for example. So we would pick you up at the hotel, whether it's a day trip or whether it's a multi-day tour. We always pick you up at the place where you are, maybe at the airport when you just arrived to Switzerland or maybe even at the train station, because some of our travelers also come in by train, by Venice or by Milan or by Munich, for example. And we meet them at the train station. The first day, typically, we, we help you with the transport to the hotel, private transfer, and then we start the tour. So we pick you up at the hotel. That is one of the first things, very important. And then we tailor the itinerary. 
So most of the times in advance, we are in contact, of course, and we know more or less what our guests would like to do if they are more interested in nature or if they want to do more cultural things or if they want to do a wine tasting or if they would like to do a combination of all. And then we tailor the itinerary exactly according to their needs. So that's a huge advantage of booking a private tour comparing to regular scheduled tour, for example, because we can stop wherever they want to stop. We can start what time they want to start. Some people wake up early, so they would like to start at seven or eight o'clock in the morning. Others like to sleep a little bit more because they are on holidays. So they start only at 10 o'clock or 11 o'clock. And that's totally fine if you have this private tour because you have the private driver and the private vehicle just for you and your group. Another advantage, I think, of, um, of a private tour is the accessibility. I mean, the trains in Switzerland work perfectly, so they basically cover all places. But if you want to see more things on one day and you want to go a little bit more to the off-the-grid places, then it's still better to travel um, by car because you can kind of get more of the day. You know, you can stop at different places also along the way. What happens quite often, for example, um, I think you are familiar with the, with the system of the, the little farming shops, which we have. We call them Hofladen here in, uh, in, in Switzerland. Those are little shops where they sell their local products, everything biological. So the cheese, the milk, the yogurts, the, the fruits and so on. And if our guests are on tour with one of the driver guides and they, they cross by there, they can easily stop and say, hey, let's go here. Let's have a look how the locals make their, their biological products and so on. They can buy even some things there. So all those little stops on the way, we can easily implement spontaneously even when you are on a private tour. And of course, if you have a scheduled trip that is not possible, a regular scheduled trip, and if you're traveling by train, I think those are the main reasons guests book a private tour. So the accessibility, that it's tailor-made, that it's flexible, relaxing. Um, of course, there is the, the local knowledge of the, the driver guides as well. And I think another reason for guests um, to book a private tour is because many guests do not have an overview of what is possible in Switzerland, plus not the time to prepare that trip. And that's hap that happens a lot with our guests. They contact us to say, look, I want to go to Switzerland, let's say in June for 10 days with my family, but I just am lost. I don't know where to go. I don't know what I should see. I don't know, should I skip things or what is really important for the first timer in Switzerland? What should I do? And I don't have the time to prepare it. So can you help me? And then we design an itinerary based on the requirements of our guests. So we try to listen to what they want to do. Then we prepare the itinerary. And then, well, most of the times our guests are very happy and say, yeah, let's go for this. I want to book this because this is exactly what I was looking for. So I think those are the main reasons for um, for booking a, a private tour, comparing to train tours and, and the regular scheduled tours. And I think what you said there too is right in there's so much information out there on the internet that it just can be overwhelming. You, you start looking uh, about organising this trip to Switzerland and suddenly there's so many ideas and so many places that you want to see. You are correct. Sometimes it can be very overwhelming, all the information you, fi you find on the internet and, and not knowing what to do. And it's not that when you book a private tour that you don't come to experience the trains at all, you know, because many of our guests who book a multi-day trip, they, they write to us and say, hey, I know the trains are so fantastic in Switzerland. We would at least try to experience one of these beautiful train rides, you know, then we implement them because there are so many possibilities. For example, um, the Glacier Express, 
you know about it for sure. Between Zermatt and St. Moritz or just a part of it, we can very easily implement that on one of the days. Or the uh, the golden train line, which runs between, let's say, Interlaken and, and Montreux. You know, then we are more in the in the western part of Switzerland. Many of our guests who spend the night in Montreux, for example, they would like to do a little bit um, a panoramic train ride. So our driver guides picks them up at the hotel, takes them to the train station, gives them the tickets, explains them how everything works. While they are on the train, relaxing, having a nice lunch with beautiful views, the driver takes the luggage, drives to the other side where the train will reach and picks up the guests there again and takes them to the next hotel or do some sightseeing still on the way. We can implement these train rides, mostly the panoramic train rides, which are, of course, one of the most beautiful experience in in Switzerland. So that's all possible because it's everything tailor-made. So we just adapt to what our guests would like to see and do. So they definitely don't have to miss out on on the train rides uh, by booking a private tour. They get the, the best of both worlds. Exactly. That's it. Yeah. Now, I know you're based in Zurich, but can you pick up clients in in other destinations? So if someone's staying in Lucerne or Interlaken, for instance, can they book one of your private tours? Yes, absolutely. Absolutely. Even Geneva, for example. So we have our headquarters in Zurich. We are very close from Zurich Airport, which is also um, a huge advantage for last minute tours, because sometimes we have these layover tours, you know, and that happens that guests are on the plane and they think, oh, I have seven hours in Zurich. I would like to do something while I'm there and while I wait on my for my next flight. So then we get these last minute layover bookings uh, once in a while. That's easy for us because we are literally 10 minutes away from the Zurich airport so that is fantastic and the other destinations as well so we basically cover the whole Switzerland so whether you are in Zurich or you are in Lucerne or you are in Interlac or in Geneva and you would like to book a private tour um, no problem at all we cover all of these uh, destinations and most of our guests actually start the tours in these cities we just mentioned for multi-day tours it's either Zurich or Geneva because those are the main international airports and many guests, of course, they stay in Lucerne or in Interlaken because those are kind of the hotspots for uh, for Switzerland, eh? a base for starting um, a tour or a trip. So we can pick up there as well. It's totally tailored. So we, we completely adapt to, to our guests. Wonderful. Before we talk about some of the places that clients can visit on your private tours, can you tell us a little bit about the driver guides and the vehicles that you use? Of course. So our driver guides are all licensed, first of all. They have all done a course uh, in tourism and we always prepare a course ourselves as well to prepare them completely to our standards, you know, so that, that our, our driver guides are on the la- on the latest level. And they are all multilingual, so mainly English, of course. I think about 80% of our guests are English-speaking, but we also cover other languages. We have guests from South America, for example, quite a lot. So Spanish and Portuguese, of course, German, but I think that is less uh, important for our listeners. Um, We can do French, we can do Italian, um, we even can do Mandarin because we have now some Mandarin-speaking guides. So we have several languages. That is the first uh, quality, I think, our driver guides have, 
apart from the license. And then the vehicles we work with, um, they are actually at the moment all Mercedes brands. So we have the Mercedes GLE, that is an SUV vehicle, which accommodates easily two to three uh, passengers. So that would be for a smaller group, you know, honeymooners, for example, or a couple traveling. Then we have the Mercedes V-Classes. They're all the last or the latest models, so 2021, 22, and we are getting a new one after the Christmas season, so a new one from 20, uh, 2023. Um, they are Mercedes V-classes, accommodate five to six passengers um, comfortably. And they're all the extra long versions, so also enough luggage space, I would say. And then we have the Mercedes Sprinters. So they are minibuses. We have a little bit of more basic version, which accommodates up to 15 passengers. And then we have the more luxury version for up to 19 passengers and luggage. And we can always, if needed, um, get a luggage trailer as well. If people say, hey, we want a little bit more space, we want to move the seats and so on, then we can do that. And we have then the luggage trailer as well. And for 2023, we are um, expecting a new a vehicle which is a nine seater so it would be a mercedes sprinter but only with nine seats meaning a lot of space it gives a little bit the feeling of um, a first class plane to say like that so that would be great for families traveling they want a little bit more space there is enough space for the luggage for the legs and so on that would be great or that is great for multi-day trips for a family and then of course we have as per the rules and regulations in switzerland we always provide the the car seats if they are needed for the children so up to 12 years we do that free of charge of course and we always take them we just need to know in advance um, if the guests uh, are traveling with children but of course because we are in contact we know these kind of things so then we provide the, the child seats and the baby seats um, if needed um, we always have water in the cars bottled water uh, free of charge as well we can provide wi-fi many of our guests would like mostly if they are on a multi-day trip they would like to have wi-fi on the car we can provide that as well if we know it in advance so yeah everything to accommodate and some of our guests would like to have a newspaper on board or they would like to have a bottle of champagne um, the, the new bus is going to have as well a coffee machine for the way so we try to make our guests feel as comfortable as possible while they are traveling wonderful coffee on the run sounds great now i noticed on your website that you have some suggested one day itineraries that can be booked would you like to tell us what some of the most popular itineraries are i think for the most popular tours we we go to the mountains and that is what a lot of people want to see when they are in switzerland so some of the tours uh, which are booked most are the Jungfrau Joch Mountain in combination with uh, Interlaken. This one is bookable all year long. Um, and the Jungfrau Joch Mountain is, you can say, one of the highest mountains of the Swiss Alps, traveling up by cable car with the cockwheel train, reaching the top of Europe, which is the highest railway station in, uh, in Europe. That is one that is a 12-day tour, a 12-hour tour, sorry, 10 to 12-hour tour uh, from Zurich or from Lucerne. You are with nine, 10 hours more or less. And you visit the mountain and the village of Interlaag, plus something in the surroundings, if you like. Eh? Then we have uh, one of the other mountains, which is very, very popular. I just uh, had a look yesterday at the tours we booked most this year, or were booked most uh, this season. And that is one of the tours is the, the Mount Rigi tour. This is a very nice one because you have all means of transportation. So it includes, of course, the private driver guide with the transfer to Lucerne or to Veggies 
or to Witznau from where the cable cars and trains depart. And then you have the cable car included, you have the cockwheel train included, you have a boat ride included on the lake of Lucerne, plus afterwards the visit of Lucerne itself. And we can combine these two very well as well uh, with a visit to Victory Knox, for example, where our guests can make their own pen knife, which is a very nice experience. So those two tours, I would say, from the ones which are published on the website are the tours which are booked most, most popular tours, and they both run all year long. The Mount Pilatus is also very uh, popular, but Mount Pilatus, the cockwheel train for the Mount Pilatus only runs between May and October. So then we would have to go up and down the mountain by cable car in the winter season, which is totally possible and beautiful as well but then you would not have the boat rides um, and the cape and the, the cockwheel train in winter time so that's why most of our guests when I talk to them they want the full experience so then they choose Mount Rigi over Mount Pilatus because they still have all means of transportation so those are the two main tours I think yeah so what about then obviously you can you mentioned before that you can tailor make tours to exactly how the guest wants incorporating exactly what they want to see. Could you give us some examples of some of the private tailor made tours that you have uh, designed for your clients? So one of the most beautiful tours, in my opinion, which we have designed uh, for our guests is definitely the tour to the Bernice Oberland. Uh, the Bernice Oberland is the heart of Switzerland. It's in the Swiss Alps and it's a combination of, I would say, mountains and the local villages with the waterfalls. So a typical tour to the Bernice Oberland privately would be starting in Zurich or in Lucerne, going to the Are Gorges, which are beautiful gorges from the Are Glacier here, not so far away. It's like one and a half hours away from Zurich, more or less, and 45 minutes away from Lucerne. There we would spend about an hour. Our guests would walk from one side of the gorge to the other side, and our driver would pick them up at the other side. So you don't have to repeat the route to say like that. You start at one side and you finish at the other side where the driver guide will then be waiting. Then we would continue via the lake of Breens um, until the Giesbach waterfalls to see them and possibly to have lunch there. That is a possibility. And then afterwards by Iseltwald, which is a very charming village at the lake Breens, until Interlaken, people like to do some shopping there sometimes. If you don't want to do it, we can skip that. And we continue to what I would say is the most of the great mountain in the, the Bernese Alps and the most beautiful place to go. That would be uh, the Sulwald cable car. I don't know if you've been there. That's a beautiful, picturesque place. I haven't been on the cable car, but wow, just the drive up there is incredible. It's super charming and it's literally, it's a very small cable car. The driver guide has to manage to get it uh, working. You know, there is those those little buttons and you can travel up by yourself to say like that. Of course, there is someone supervising, but you can can go by your own, on your own. And um, it's literally a cable car accessible for either eight people or one cow. So that shows a little bit how the size of this cable car is. But once you reach the top, you have, I think, the best views over Münch, Eiger and Jungfraujoch, the three main mountains in the Bernice Oberland. And what I like very much about that place, you can go hiking there uh, to see the beautiful views, of course. But there is also a very little um, mountain restaurant. We call it a stupli, 
where you can sit outside on the terrace, watch the beautiful views and have a nice typical Swiss plate. For example, they serve fondue there. They serve the veal sausages there, you know, the typical dishes from Switzerland surrounding by the most beautiful views. And you won't see any tourists there because it's completely off the grid and it's only a place where the locals go basically you know and that is what we want to show our guests of course there are the highlights which our guests want to see you know the, the mountains the lakes and so on but if we can do it on a little bit more off the grid base then our guests are happy and and we are happy so we have spent there many many days this summer and it's also possible to go there in winter i remember i was there last january uh, i was with a little group of uh, travelers from the united states and we went up in this cable car and it was snowing and there was snow outside but at the same time the sun came out and we were just sitting outside on the terrace in winter time in january eating a beautiful fondue with these marvelous views over the mountains and it was just a great day and they were so so happy because they said hey on our own we would never have found this we would never drive up this road by by public transportation it's not even accessible to go there so huge advantage of the of the private tours again then after this uh, this lunch break or coffee break or whatever our guests would like to do we usually take them the cable car down and we can go to the Lauterbrunnen uh, valley where the beautiful waterfalls are after that we can even make a stop still in Grindelwald if our guests would like and then slowly we drive back so that is like a 10 11 hours tour more or less depending a little bit on the pace um, as an alternative instead of driving back the same road by the Brunig Pass we can also make a stop in Bern that would, by the, would be by the other side so then you have kind of a circle which you are making until you would be back in uh, in Zurich but it's completely off the grid I would say these little places in the mountains and in the Bernese Oberland I mean it's a super popular area you know everybody wants to go there but we don't want to take the guests to the, the stuffed places where every is we want to do something different uh, most of the time so that is a day tour we can also do um some some off the grid experiences for example um there is this um panoramic elevator at the rhine falls if you would visit the rhine falls you can go by this panoramic elevator down what we have done once it was a couple uh honeymooners they were on their on their on their trip on their honeymoon and they wanted to do something very special so we organized a romantic private dinner for two inside of this panoramic elevator. So you must imagine there was a table inside with two chairs. Nothing else fits inside. It's a small elevator, you know, but it is with windows everywhere, you know, glass. So they had a great view over the elevator, uh, over the, the rainfalls, um, the guests inside, the waiter was managing of, was managing them to come up again if they wanted some extra wine or some extra champagne. And then he pressed the button again for them to go halfway for they had their privacy and they really could enjoy the views over the, the rainfalls. So that is possible as well. And an experience like this, you know, it doesn't have to be always a full day tour. It can be also a half day experience or a dinner experience in a castle, for example. That kind of things we uh, we can organize as well. So let's say someone is is going to Switzerland for the first time and they've got particular interests. They they really want to go to Jungfraujoch, but on the way back they want to go to um, Giesbach Falls or they want to call into the Cambly factory and, and taste those uh, famous Swiss biscuits. Is, is that something that you could organise? 
Absolutely, absolutely. That is what we do on a daily basis. Um, and actually, we always uh, suggest uh, to our guests, because our, as I said, our driver guys, they are licensed, so they know what they are doing. And then we always suggest to our guests, hey, apart from the Jungfrau Joch, which we have planned for today, are there any specific interests uh, you have, anything else you would like to do in the area? Or we come up with some suggestions, you know, um, or we, we change the route around because guests say, oh, no, I don't feel I want to go to this specific specific mountain I would like to prefer or I would prefer to do something different so then we do that and of course stops on the way um, whether it's Giesbach Falls or it's this this Ara Gorges or the Cambly factory um, or or whatever is on route or on the way more or less of course we can we can do that and and even I would say on the day itself because many times it also depends on the weather um if people just arrive to switzerland maybe you are jet lagged maybe you want to do something really easy and you were very excited about doing a full day tour but you feel like oh it's maybe a little too much for me let's let's go a little bit on a, on a lower pace then we adapt we always talk in the morning to our guests and say hey this is what we have planned but if you feel like you want to do something different then we change it around not a problem so we are very flexible and that's great because that's obviously something that you can't do if you're on an organised tour with, you know, 30, 40 other people. The bus just can't stop it because that's not going to suit everyone. So, yeah, it's wonderful to have that opportunity to be able to do that. I think one place that would probably be fairly popular for people to stop at is uh, the Lungen Sea view that you get from the Brunig Pass. It's uh, quite an iconic sort of image, that of the beautiful turquoise lake. Do many people request to stop off there? Well, request. Um, a lot of people don't know, of course, about this place. Um, sometimes they've heard about it and, and they, they come up with the idea. But what we do when we drive by there, um, our driver guides always point out most beautiful places for pictures. And then when we're driving up, we already, already say to them, hey, we are arriving to a beautiful uh, viewpoint. Let's stop here, take some pictures and so on. So it's basically something we always do when we are driving to the Bernese Oberlands uh, because it's such an iconic place, you know. And uh, the same happens um, along that route specifically in the area of Giesbach, Iseltwald and so on. There are so many beautiful places near the lake, uh, that lake, the Lake of Breens, with the beautiful blue-green color because the water is formed by the glacier, you know, the lake by, is formed by the glacier. So it has a specific color and that calls a lot of attention. Already when you are driving down the mountain pass, you see this beautiful color. So you say, oh, I would like to stop here somewhere and take some pictures and so on. Then we basically always know where to go because you know it's uh, there are so many nice photo stops there on the way so yeah that's that's something else you know we can stop anywhere or sometimes our guests on the way see something and say hey i would like to have a look at this can we make a stop here somewhere then we do that because it's tailored it's what you say we don't have to uh, accommodate 40 people who are on the bus it's just your guests or the guests and the driver guides and they talk together and they say hey let's make it um, the most beautiful tour for you and an unforgettable experience and that's one thing that you can't do when you're traveling by train also the train's not going to stop to let you out because you can see a, a beautiful view coming up ahead Exactly, exactly. That's it. You did mention before that you can arrange multi-day tours. I guess they include accommodation and, and do they include some meals? And what destinations can people visit on your uh, tailor-made multi-day tours? 
So there are actually two ways of doing these um, um, multi-day tours. Um, some of our guests have booked already their accommodation and say, hey, we're going to stay three nights in Zurich, two nights in Lucerne, we're going to be three nights in Interlaken, and then we're flying out by Geneva. What can we do in between? Then we uh, tailor that for them, of course, if they have already their accommodation. What we do uh, between the cities then is not just a transfer, but we combine the transfer with a tour. So if our guests would go, like for example, from Zurich until Lucerne, we combine the transfer with a tour along the way. So they don't have really the feeling or you don't have the feeling that you're just, just being transported, which is also a possibility, of course. If you would prefer only a transfer, we can do that as well. But most of the times our guests say, hey, we want to do a day tour starting in Zurich, do some sightseeing along the way. And then at the end of the day, we want to finish in Lucerne. Then we tailor that. So that's one option. If guests Guests have already booked their accommodation because some of the guests have points uh, by several hotels and they need to book by a specific hotel group and so on. They get some reductions there. So that is totally fine if they have done it already. The other possibility is that we take care of everything. So from the moment our guests land at Zurich airports or Geneva airports until they depart again and everything in between. So the meals possible accommodations, the transportations, the tours, maybe a helicopter flight, even if our guests would like to do that. So all of that, we can take uh, take care of it. Or maybe just one uh, special dinner, you know, a welcome dinner or a departure dinner, or maybe for, for the honeymoon, you know, or the honeymoon day, like for example, this in the, uh, where, is the where, where the waterfalls are, the rainfalls. That is possible as well. Some of our guests just request one special dinner, a thematic dinner, for example, then we can organize that. But a Typical route, I would say eight days or 10 days would be starting in Zurich, maybe visiting the, the Lind home of chocolate factory, you know, afterwards covering Lucerne with one of the mountains in the area. So then we are talking about uh, Mount Rigi or Stanzerhorn or Pilatus or maybe Mount Titlis with the snow. Then afterwards uh, going to the Interlaken area, there are so many possibilities, you know, the Bernice Oberlands. Then we are again with these beautiful Alpine villages and the waterfalls and the lakes and some of the mountains perhaps. Afterwards, continuing to uh, the Montreux area, uh, which is very famous for wine tastings, for example, you know, Lavo. Um, and also uh, the terraces of, of Lavo are part from UNESCO. So we can do a nice wine tasting there with views over the lake of Geneva. And travelers can go either by car with a private driver guide or they go on the train, the panoramic train until Montreux and we pick them up there. And many times we cover Gruyère as well. That is the cheese village uh, where we can have a nice fondue, uh, for example. And then some of our guests would like to do Geneva on a day trip. Others say, no, we don't want to go to Geneva for Montreux. We prefer to go a little bit more to the south of the country, which is where Zermatt is located. It's the famous iconic Matterhorn mountain. So then we make a stop there. We overnight there. And afterwards, the guests uh, go on the Glacier Express train. First class, second class or uh, excellence class, which is the relatively new uh, classification for the train where they have the lunch then included. Our driver guide drives all the way until St. Moritz and picks them up there. Then typically our guests spend a day at leisure in um, uh, St. Moritz for shopping or just to relax a little bit and enjoy the beautiful views there. And then from there, we pick up the guests again and we bring them back to Zurich via Chur, the oldest town in Switzerland, or Heidi 
Disneyland, very famous, of course, or Appenzell because of the cheese again. And then on the route, uh, we visit one of these places and we bring the guests back to Zurich from where they would then depart. So that would be a typical itinerary covering the whole of Switzerland and all the possibilities we have Uh, and then, of course, we can still tailor it. Hey? As I said, some people want Geneva, others don't want Geneva. Some want Gruyere, others don't want. Some say, hey, I want to cross by Bern. Let's cross by Bern as well. Some want to include Basel because maybe they are art lovers. So they say on one of the first days while they are still in Zurich, let's do a day trip to Basel because we want to see the art museums. So there are so many possibilities still to tailor the itinerary. But these destinations are the, the, the main destinations, I would say, for a first timer in Switzerland and to visit um, the whole country. So then you have been really in all four language reasons, if we also escape a little bit to Ticino, which is the Italian-speaking part. Wow, there's something for everyone, isn't there? There is, definitely. And sometimes it's hard to choose. So that's where we try to help as well and say, hey, for your first time, you should do this, and then you come back, and then the next time you do that. Absolutely. So who do you think uh, private tours are, are best suited to? I think types of travelers, um, first of all, guests who really want to do everything on their own pace. You know, they don't want to uh, sit in a bus or in a train and do what is just what they are kind of told to do, what is in the regular itinerary. So the ones who really want to have a little bit more influence on what they are going to do. And secondly, I think the guests who have no idea where to start and who have no, no, no time to prepare their trip. I think those are the two categories of guests we, we, we have. Um, and that's where we can help, of course. But I always ask, actually, when we tailor the trip, how many people you are? Do you have your travel dates? Do you want accommodation to be included? Okay, then we have the, the three um, pillars we need, actually, to tailor a tour. And then we do that for the guests. And then, um, yeah, the result is, I, I think, 80% of the time, 85% our guests are, are happy with the proposal and they want to book it. So if any of our listeners are thinking, wow, this sounds absolutely fantastic, just what I need, and they're ready to, to get in touch, how does the booking process um, takes place when, once they've contacted you? The guests usually send us an email or a WhatsApp. Uh, they get in touch with us. Um, and then I try to figure out or we try to figure out a little bit what they want to do. So I ask these questions like, eh, as I said before, um, do you want accommodation? What are your travel dates? Do you have any specific places of interest? Are you traveling with children or not? That is important to know as well, to do some child-friendly activities as well, if, uh, if requested. Then we tailor a program and we send a proposal to our guests. We can still finalize a little bit eh? we come with we come up with the first proposal say okay i would cover these areas and i would suggest this we send the price and so on and then we can still adjust our guests can say hey that's what i want or they say okay i love this very much but i would like to also cover Basel, for example, as mentioned before, or it's very nice, but we also want to do a train ride or we want to go paragliding or we would like to implement a helicopter flight or something like that. Then we amend the proposal until the guests say, yeah, this is exactly what we want to do. And then um, then there is the booking process. So it's really actually very easy when our guests say they would like to book it um, for a day tour. Uh, we only would uh, require payment two days in advance, so 48 hours before, uh, mostly by credit card or by bank transfer. Depends on the customers. For a multi-day tour, we can then split the payment in 
three steps if the guests would prefer. So we ask normally for multi-day tours a 20% uh, prepayment because of securing the hotels. And then afterwards, the rest of the payment, we can agree on a payment date. Uh, normally, the full amount is then due about a week before uh, traveling. And as I said, we can split the payment so we can do 20%, 40-40 or 20-30-50, whatever uh, is better for our, our customers. And then we have it basically settled. And then the only thing what you have to do is get into the plane and come to Zurich or Geneva. And then we will be waiting there in the arrivals hall or at the luggage claim to pick you up and give you a great time in Switzerland. So it's actually very, very easy. It is, it sounds very, very easy. Now, we should also mention that uh, you have kindly uh, offered a special bonus offer for Holidays to Switzerland listeners. Would you like to tell everyone about that? Yes, absolutely. Yeah. So I am very excited about the, uh, the collaboration with uh, Holidays to Switzerland. So yes, with Caroline, we have, yeah, we have offered this, uh, this bonus for our travelers or for travelers who come to Switzerland. So whatever you would have to do, uh, or the only thing you would have to do when you get in touch with us via email or via WhatsApp is mention a code. And we have agreed on the code HT Swiss. So when you mention in the first correspondence HT Swiss, then you will get uh, a bonus. And there are two possibilities. So for the one day tours, the single day tours uh, from one to five days, actually, we have agreed on um, a free entry to one of the chocolate factories or something similar. So that would be in the Zurich area, the Linz home of chocolate. Or if you are uh, more in the, the western part of Switzerland, uh, the Maison Calle, for example, um, a free entrance for the travelers in value of 20 Swiss francs. So if you if you book a one to five day tours, that would be the bonus uh, you would get. And if you book a multi-day tour for six days or more, you will receive a discount of one night in the hotel in a value of 240 Swiss francs per room. So those are the two possibilities. One to five days, a free entrance to the chocolate factories. Or if you say, hey, I don't want to go to a chocolate factory, but I prefer to do a boat trip, for example, we offer that free of charge in a value of 20 Swiss francs. And for more than six days, it will be a one night stay in the accommodation in the value of 240 Swiss francs per room. So that is the, the bonus we offer, uh, not only me, together with Caroline, of course. So we would be very happy to welcome uh, the guests in uh, Switzerland. And then don't forget to mention this code. So HT Swiss is the code. And I'll mention uh, in the show notes for this episode uh, your all your contact details. And the Swiss Epic Tours is looking forward to welcoming our listeners. And uh, as I said, I'll include your uh, WhatsApp number, your email address, and, and also your website so that the listeners can go on and have a look and just uh, learn a bit more about uh, some of itineraries and some of the destinations that they can visit. Perfect. That sounds fantastic. Yeah, we look very much forward to uh, welcome travelers. I'm very happy that this is possible again, of course. And uh, yeah, there is so much to offer here in Switzerland. So uh, very, very happy to welcome the guests uh, on one of our private tours. Absolutely. Thank you very much, Katarina, for uh, sharing all that with us today. It was uh, wonderful to learn all about your private tours and the, all the possibilities that are out there for our listeners. Thank you so much, Caroline, for the invitation. It was fantastic talking to you and showing a little bit what we can do on the private tours here in, uh, in Switzerland. Looking forward. Thank you. Thank you very much.
As you can see, there are many reasons to book a private tour in Switzerland. Not only can your itinerary be tailor-made specifically for you, it can also be adapted on the run, giving you and your travelling group ultimate flexibility. Added to that, you'll have a knowledgeable driver guide who'll take you door-to-door throughout your travels whilst you sit back and relax. There's no need to focus on train timetables or road signs. Your focus can be entirely on the beautiful Swiss landscape outside your window. If this sounds like the perfect way for you to see Switzerland, get in touch with Katarina and have her design an itinerary tailor-made just for you. Don't forget to mention the code HTSWISS, that's H-T-S-W-I-S-S, when you contact her so you can take advantage of the special bonus offer for Holidays to Switzerland podcast listeners. I'll include all Katarina's contact details in the show notes for this episode, which you can find at holidaystoswitzerland.com forward slash episode 59. Thanks again for joining me today. I look forward to sharing more Swiss travel ideas and inspiration with you next time. Tschüss! If you'd like more great resources to help you plan your dream trip to Switzerland, there are lots of ways to connect with us. Visit our website holidaystoswitzerland.com Sign up for our monthly newsletter or join our friendly, helpful community of past and future travellers in our Switzerland travel planning group. You'll also find the links to connect with us in the show notes for this episode. Show notes and a list of all previous episodes are available at holidaystoswitzerland.com slash podcast. Don't miss out on your fortnightly dose of Swiss travel inspo. Hit the subscribe button on your favourite podcast app so you never miss an episode. And if you enjoyed the show, please leave a rating. That's all for this edition of the Holidays to Switzerland Travel Podcast. Thanks for joining us and happy travel planning.